Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Adult Enuretic. This is episode number 11, Emergency Procedures. What do you do when emergencies arise? This episode is all about what you do in those sorts of situations where you run out of diapers, you fall asleep in public and you're a bedwetter, you don't make it to the bathroom in time, you get stuck somewhere because of weather and you've run out of supplies. All those sorts of situations where things have gone awry and you have to come up with something, you have to improvise, you have to do something where you wouldn't have your normal situation, where you don't have things go the way that you usually have them planned. Of course, there are some tactics you can use to try and avoid getting into this sort of situation to begin with. One is to make sure that you have enough supplies on hand. If we're talking about keeping diapers, boosters, that sort of thing on hand, you might want to try and establish a couple of vendors that you can order from. Supply chains have been short in recent years, especially since COVID. So keeping a couple of vendors in mind that carry the stuff that you tend to order is a good idea. Trying to keep track of whether or not they both have, both or all three of them have what you order in stock is a good idea as well. If you notice that one of them goes out of stock, maybe if it's even earlier than what you might typically reorder, it might be a good idea to reorder anyway before all of them go out of stock because that's been happening in recent years. Short of that, just make sure that you keep an eye on how many you have on hand so that you can reorder before you get short supplied. If you're lucky enough that your needs are satisfied by what they sell in brick and mortar stores or that you have a brick and mortar medical supply that sells something that's adequate for your needs, then this may not apply to you to the same degree. However, having an adequate supply at home won't help you out at all if you're away from home, which is where these sorts of emergencies can occur. Keeping a well-stocked bag is going to be important if you're going to avoid emergencies in general. Keeping a bag with supplies and a change of clothes in your vehicle is a good idea whether you're incontinent or just a bedwetter. If if you're not a driver, Keeping a bag on hand is still a good idea, even if you're just a bedwetter, because you never know when you're going to get caught short. Most people carry some sort of a bag anyway. If you have one with a hidden compartment, keeping a diaper in the bottom of it might be a good idea to have just on hand. Some modern vehicles also have hidden compartments that you can slip a diaper into just to keep it in the vehicle so that you have it available at any given time. I know that my vehicle has that. In my vehicle, it's under the footmat of the rear passenger side seat. If you are unlucky enough to run out of diapers, whether you're at home or away from home, you have a few options. You can double up on store brand diapers. You need to cut slits in the inner diaper so the outer diaper fits over it and urine can go through the inside diaper to the outside diaper to soak both of them. You can create makeshift cloth diapers If you have plastic pants, you have to have some sort of outer barrier for this to be effective. Or, if you're at home, it may be a good idea to keep a small stock of actual cloth diapers on hand for backup just in case you run out of your usual supply of disposables. If you're a cloth diaper user, this part doesn't apply to you at all. What if you fail to make it to the toilet in time, or you're a bedwetter and you've fallen asleep in public? If you're actively spotted wetting yourself, there's not much you can do besides beating a hasty retreat. 
But if it's after the fact and you've not been found out, you have some options to try and stay hidden. You can always tie a jacket around yourself and try and keep the wet spot hidden as you try and find your way back to a vehicle or out of public. You can deliberately spill a drink to try and cover up the wet spot as well. Cover up the spot on furniture as well as on your clothing. Ideally, you should notify somebody of the spill so that they can have janitorial clean it up, even if the notification is by a phone call after the fact. Being stuck because of weather or other natural conditions could be one of the most challenging situations to be in. Hopefully you have some diapers as backup on hand because there's not going to be a whole lot of options to get other diapers to replace what you need. You have some less discreet options here if you do run out completely. You can use towels and shower curtains if you don't have any cloth diapers to use or any plastic pants. But in these cases, if you're not at home, you're probably going to have to let people know what's going on. If you are at home, this is something that's going to be a temporary solution until you, you can reinstitute your normal supply chain. In the event of a weather emergency, power might also be out. So unless you have a generator, you might be stuck without the ability to do laundry either. If that's the case, the best you may be able to do is to hang dry towels and try and reuse them. This is obviously a less than ideal situation for anybody who's dealing with fecal incontinence because there's not much you can do to clean in that situation. Another emergency situation that could arise is wetting and bed while traveling. If you're at a hotel, you should clean up as best you can, put the wet sheets into the bathroom or the bathtub, and leave a good tip for housekeeping. Housekeeping is probably going to be your best friend in this situation. They're the ones that will end up cleaning up regardless, however the situation gets handled. And my personal recommendation is not to notify the front desk. The front desk has the ability to charge you for damages to the room, but will not be the ones cleaning the room regardless. They'll end up calling housekeeping to clean the room. So housekeeping will be the ones to do the work, regardless of whom you notify. If you leave a good tip for housekeeping, they may clean the room and not notify the front desk, and you won't end up with any additional charges. So my recommendation is to just leave a tip for housekeeping, and hopefully they'll take care of everything without notifying the front desk. Just make things as easy on them as possible and let them know they're appreciated. If you're staying with a friend or relative, the situation is a little bit different. You should still try and clean up the best you can, but you're going to need to look at how much damage you've caused. And if it's more than any minor damage, more than just a little bit breaching the mattress, you really need to let the host know. This may vary to some degree depending on the condition that their mattress was in to begin with, but for the most part, if this is a friend or relative, you're going to want to let them know if you've caused any damage to their belongings. You're also going to want to let them know so that it can be cleaned as soon as possible so that the mattress can be salvaged. If it's a good friend or a close relative, it will hopefully not be a big deal.
Next, I'd like to read some anecdotes from the post on this subject from the subreddit. First, I'd like to tell you about my anecdote. This was uh, a couple of years ago, but the story hasn't really changed. Um, I've had it pretty easy in this department. If my bedwetting happens, uh, bedwetting in general happens during transitions between sleep cycles. When I had a sleep study, I learned that my first sleep cycle is crazy long. Uh, I'm generally safe for the first couple of hours because my first sleep cycle was 199 minutes when I had a sleep study done. Uh, that's longer than a couple of hours, but I can't count on that every night. I just know that for the first couple of hours, I'm generally okay. So if I nod off, unless I fall asleep, very soundly and actually sleep through the night, I'm usually alright. Having said that, there have been times where I've nodded off for longer periods of time and not woken up until later. Uh, there have also been times where where I wet the bed during a period that was during a relatively dry period where I was not wearing diapers during my uh, late teens and early 20s. I didn't wear diapers because my wedding was infrequent. One of those times was at a friend's house. Um, during high school, I had a friend who moved away. He moved uh, far enough away that they switched schools and he was not in easy driving range for us to go as high school students to go visit him. So, um, one of my other friends and I took some time during our spring break and went to visit him for his birthday. We took a train out and visited him, and uh, we stayed for a little while. My other friend stayed in his room, stayed on the trundle bed that he had under his bed. I stayed in the guest room, which was also his grandmother's room. She stayed frequently, but not all the time, so they used it as a guest room when she wasn't staying there. I woke up early one morning in the midst of uh, peeing on myself. I'd been sleeping on my back, which was actually fairly unusual for me. I usually don't sleep on my back, but I was on sleeping on my back that night. My shorts were wet, my shirt was wet. Uh, at the bottom, there was a patch on the top sheet, the comforter, and the fitted sheet and the mattress were almost completely spared because of the position I was sleeping in, the fact that I woke up in the middle of it. So I sprang out of bed, changed my clothes, I ran to the bathroom, got a glass of water and a towel. I cleaned the sheet and the comforter uh, as best I could and the very small spot on the mattress, and then I let everything dry. It was a couple of days before we left, but when we did, I stripped the bed and took everything down to the washer in the basement and loaded it all in the washer, basically under the guise of just being a good guest. You know, I'll strip the bed, I'll take everything out of the washer. And um, my other buddy did the same thing, just sort of followed suit. 
so both of us stripped the beds, took all of our stuff down. So that worked to my advantage that we were both doing it. It made it look like we were just both trying to be good kids. Uh, he had no idea, obviously, what my original motivation for it was. But nothing was ever said. There was a very small, faint spot on the mattress, smaller than a tea saucer. Um, but I cleaned it pretty thoroughly. And uh, essentially in that situation, I got away with it. My other good emergency story came from the time that I stayed at a hotel with my now wife and fiance uh, for a work conference. We were both working together, went to the same conference, decided to share a room. We were obviously already engaged, so that wasn't a big deal for us, but we split the cost so that we got bigger um, reimbursement from our grant that we were working under. We had a, a long weekend that we had been working over. I was working on a presentation for the last day, had spent an all-nighter the night before it. My presentation was uh, on the last day of the conference, and then we had a silent auction and had a night outside at the bar. Uh, it was an outdoor bar by the pool with a silent auction and spent the evening alternating drinks of water and drinks from the bar. Finished up the evening, came upstairs, had spent an all-nighter the night before, so I crashed hard. And um, this was again during that dry period where bedwetting was infrequent, so was not wearing diapers. Woke up at about four in the morning, completely soaked. It was a king bed, so it was isolated to my side of the bed, but I uh, didn't quite know what to do at this point. And this was the first substantial accident that I had had with my Again, now wife in the bed with me. I had had minor accidents before that, but nothing of this magnitude. So I kind of panicked and just kind of froze and laid there until about six o'clock, not sleeping, just laying there. And at six o'clock, I got up, took a shower crammed my uh, boxer shorts into one of the trash can bags and stuffed it into the bottom of my backpack and then took my towel from the shower and deliberately threw it over the wet spot on the bed so that it gave it some cover for why there was a wet spot on the bed although if anybody had paid more attention it would have been obvious that the spot on the bed was much too wet to have come from the towel and at that point, my wife was getting up. I went down and got us some breakfast from the Continental Breakfast downstairs, brought it back up to the room, and she was in the shower. And at that point, we ate in the room and then checked out because it was the last morning. And I never heard anything about it from the hotel. And in this case, I'm not 100% sure why we never heard anything about it. I did leave a tip for housekeeping, as I suggested earlier was a good idea. But uh, I 
definitely left a very large wet patch on the bed there and nobody said anything about it never got charged and that one would have been a bad one because it was charged through a grant uh, at our university that we were working out of I'm sure I've told that story on the podcast before but it was fitting for this episode so I figured I'd repeat it Our next story comes from one of the other moderators, my flip side. A while ago, I must have had a stomach bug or eaten something that disagreed with me or something. I ended up having multiple bowel accidents in the same day. Bowel accidents aren't something new anymore, but usually they happen at home in the morning and camp is as easy as hopping in the shower. Anyway, the first one that happened was out and about when I was just about to head to the grocery store. I grabbed my stealth diaper bag, just a backpack, went to the bathroom and got cleaned up and changed. No big deal. A couple hours later, I was running another errand at Costco and had another accident. I was in line at the time, so I finished, put all my stuff in my car, grabbed my diaper bag, back into the store to change. I'd taken off my diaper and only then realized that I must have used my last fresh diaper at the grocery store earlier that day. I had a change of clothes in the bag, but it was mostly things for the lower half of my body, i.e. socks and blue jeans, neither of which were the most absorbent and not very comfortable when wet. I had to make something work, though, so there was no way I'd be able to stay dry for the whole way home. I had a pair of plastic pants, and I stuffed them with a couple pairs of socks from the diaper bag, and then, despite being chilly outside, tied my hoodie around my waist. As I got as far as the parking lot before I felt the makeshift diaper start to leak down my legs. No idea if anyone in the parking lot saw anything before I got into my car. Costco parking lots being huge, it felt like it took forever to walk across it. I spread a rain jacket I had in the car across my seat for something slightly more waterproof. I stuck behind a train on the way home, so the normal 20 to 30 minute trip home was closer to an hour. I was soaked by the time I got home. In the middle of the day, and no one else around, I walked in through the garage and stripped down in there, so I wouldn't be walking on the carpet with soaked clothes. Is without a doubt the worst experience I've had in continents since starting having problems, even considering how often I've had public leaks when everything was new. At those times I was trying my hardest and just didn't have a handle on the situation. This time it was my fault for not keeping track of what I'd used. Anyway, since then, if I get down to two diapers in my diaper bag, I stock back up to half a bag worth. I have one hidden in a separate compartment that I just don't count as one of the diapers in my diaper bag just in case. can't really do anything else about making sure I have enough with me when I'm not home. At work I've got a wet bag in my locker that has a diaper and a pull-up and nothing else in it. If I can't get out to the car to get my diaper bag at work, I can change into a diaper. Break room is right next to the bathroom. If I need my diaper bag for the change, I can put on a pull-up until I can get out to my car. Make sure I have enough product when I get down to half a case of anything. I order a new case. Even with North Shore's s- slow shipping, that's usually enough to get me through until something gets to me. Otherwise, Amazon is two-day shipping instead of North, Shore, North Shore's five. I still have half a bag of half a bag in my diaper bag. Because I'm always diapered, I don't run into issues because I fell asleep unexpectedly or because I couldn't quite make it to the bathroom. 
Anytime I'm doing something that isn't just running errands or going to work, I visiting a friend, visiting family, etc. I toss an unopened bag in the trunk, even if it's even if there's no plans for beyond an afternoon. I don't want to turn them down just because of my needing to wear diapers. If they do invite me to stay longer, I haven't run into inclement weather keeping me in place in California. I bring way more diapers than I need in my carry-on when flying, in case of delays or weather in that case. I'm definitely not prepared for if there's a wildfire causing a mass evacuation, and should probably try to keep at least a full extra case on hand for something like that. I just don't have the room for it. Seems like Flipside is pretty prepared most of the time. She just got caught short there momentarily. Our next story here comes from Chase9996. I'm a bedwetter pretty exclusively, or at least I don't have anywhere near enough daytime accidents to prepare for them. I've mentioned before that a good trash bag and a couple towels is sort of my go-to when stuck sleeping somewhere unprepared. Usually this works pretty good, especially since I probably won't sleep very much anyway. Having said all that actually gives me an idea of what to say. A successful improvised, a successful improvised solution for bedwetting. When I was 14 and my parents were on a trip. I was totally prepared. I packed a diaper for every night of the trip plus two, in case one tore putting it on or somehow needed two in one night or whatever, like I covered all my bases. I was and am sort of paranoid about it and generally overprepared. Anyway, during the trip, I'd managed to tear a tape off one of the diapers trying to put it on and thrown it away. I tore a hole in another and threw it away. There were Tranquility ATNs, which aren't bad, but can be kind of weak. On the return trip, I had no more diapers. We were only like eight hours away from home, with a whole day to drive. I wasn't even worried about it. I mean, it wasn't even a consideration, until my mom got sick. Even as she started getting sick, I wasn't worried, at least not about my bedwetting. But she's always been kind of prone to motion sickness, and that plus whatever else was wrong with her making her really sick. Long story short, she got so sick that we stopped at a motel and decided to spend an extra night so that she could get some rest. She was so sick she could barely get out of the bathroom. She was apologizing to me because she knew about my diapers. My stepdad offered to take me to, like, Walmart to get some, but I just couldn't. She'd only been my stepdad for, like, a year, and I couldn't deal. So bedtime rolled around, and I was getting nervous. Mom told me when I was like five, she had to make a diaper for me in a pinch using trash bags and a towel. She sold like one extra Tranquility top liner, which is a booster pad the size of size and shape of an absorbent part of a diaper. They even have the front and the back wings. I use them in my ATNs. I usually only pack one extra of those, but I still had it. I was kicking myself for having thrown away the damaged diapers has it been better than nothing, especially since my stepdad was going to be there to see me see what the bed looked like in the morning, and since I was embarrassed about staying in hotels anyway, since I'd had a bad experience with a maid years before. With the trash bag idea, I now had the absorbent part and the waterproof part. At bedtime, I took both to the bathroom and started working. By the time I came out, it might have been 15 minutes, I managed to make, a st to make the stretchier laundry bags they give you into a snug-fitting pair of plastic pants over the booster pad. There was no elastic, but the bag was stretchy enough, and I was willing to m make it tight enough that I figured it would work. My stepdad was nice enough to face away and pretend to be asleep when I came out. I put another laundry bag, cut the seams 
to make it longer down on my bed and put a towel over it and laid down. I didn't think I'd sleep. I was out in minutes, probably because I was exhausted from travel and stress. The next morning I knew I was wet. The booster was soaked, but my makeshift plastic pants kept it in well enough to make most of it soak into the pad. My mom woke me up while my stepdad was in the shower so I could deal with whatever the morning brought. Not only was my bed dry, but the towel and everything else was totally overkill. Maybe using an all-over booster was cheating, but my diaper worked even when I had to pee in the morning waiting for my stepdad to get out of the bathroom. Being really desperate as I stood up from bed was a thing for me. I had totally pulled it off, and though my stepdad knew I was a bedwetter, he didn't see a thing. I was proud and embarrassed at the same time. So Chase very nearly had to use the towel uh, towel and trash bags as a makeshift diaper, but he had a booster pad to use instead. So that was his improvised idea. In these emergency situations, necessity becomes the mother of invention. Our next story comes from Eat Sleep Wet. I do my best to be prepared, but it's just not always possible. In both cars, I have two diapers and two of those underpads, but once in a while one gets used. I have to raid it because I screwed up and ran out in the house or something. One was at a hotel when I was traveling. I ended up extending my stay in a small city, 50,000 people, for two days. I had run out of diapers and basically layered the entire bed with underpads that I picked up. I didn't bother buying disposable diapers at the store because underwear is as absorbent. I thought I could handle it for two nights. On the second night, I wet. It must have been a combination of the altitude and all the water I had consumed the prior day in the heat. Because I soaked the whole bed. I mean soaked. I couldn't even believe it. Fortunately, fortunately, I had loaded so many of those pads under the sheets to keep them in place. They had caught everything, but the bottom and top sheet didn't. I had to dry out the sheets before checking out, so I ended up having sheets hanging all over the room. I did dry, and I put them in the bathroom with the towels, bagged up ten pounds of wet pads, and tossed them in the dumpster. Another was staying with my parents. They have a garage slash guest house, guest house, coach house thing we used to have when where I grew up, not the same house where I grew up. When they finally finished out the bedrooms in the house, I stay there pretty often, so I got to move from the guest house into their house into my guest room in the guest house. They have one for each adult child to stay in. The first time I stayed there, I fell asleep by mistake and woke up right after I'd wet the bed. Jumped up, no big deal. Figured I would just strip it and sleep on the top sheet. Well, my mom had bought a regular mattress pad, and I had soaked the mattress, which was brand new. Ended up trying to dry it for two hours that night, sleeping on it still wet and working on it in the morning. I had to run to the pet supply store to get that Nature's Miracle stuff to deodorize and come back to keep working on the mattress. We called the laundry in while they were out and put it all back together. They managed to do without anyone finding out. Then I went out and bought a waterproof mattress pad and put it on the bed. It didn't even say anything. About three years later now, and there's still a big faint stain on the mattress, and it smells like pee just a little, but it's there. I've wet it since, but it's always been contained by the mattress pad. No idea if she noticed. 
Third incident was at another hotel. I was feeling kind of weird all day and came back to the room after work. At dinner, crashed face down on the bed, fell asleep, wet my pants, shirt, and the comforter. I ripped the comforter off and hung that over a chair, hung pants and underwear to dry. My bag was still in the trunk of the car, so I couldn't go get it because of my wet pants. I never considered a bathrobe. All night I kept smelling piss and waking up again and again, but the bed was dry. In the morning I ripped the sheets off the bed, and there was a huge piss stain on the mattress, and it smelled like nobody had even tried to clean it. I had to go to my car wearing my barely dry pants from the night before to go get my bag. Came back to the room, tossed the comforter back on the bed, and said screw you to the hotel for the dirty mattress by tossing the comforter, now dry in the bathroom, and never stayed there again. I didn't leave a bad review on any review sites, but seriously, nobody must have even tried to clean this thing. I obviously hadn't changed that mattress pad in a while either from the looks of it. It was a mid-range hotel next to a college campus, so I'm sure they had some weird stuff going on from time to time. Seriously, how hard is it? Now, years later, I'm so paranoid about bed bugs. I rip everything off the bed first thing, and it's surprising how many mattresses have signs of being wet or whatever previously. Now, I did find this third part of this story a little bit confusing. This part about this last part about this last hotel. I'm taking it to mean that he had wet just the comforter and removed that and that the bedding itself had stayed dry. Hence, the stain on the mattress had come from a previous guest and not him. Otherwise, it seemed, would seem to imply that he had wet the bed and then was upset about stain on the mattress, but that doesn't make any sense. So I think my first explanation must be what the case was actually supposed to be here. And we're going to end it here with a tip from one user. The hint I wanted to give was that when I'm traveling, I always keep a pair of plastic pants, well, pull pants, and pins rolled up in a toilet paper tube that always stays in my toiletries bag. The pants roll up nice and tight and the roll keeps everything compact and discreet in a small toiletries bag with my razor, deodorant, toothbrush, etc. One in my car, glove box, etc. If I have an emergency of some sort, extend a trip, or miscalculate the number of disposables I need, I expect to stay over to friends, or whatever. A towel is almost always available. Don't leave home without your towel. And with the pins and pants, I can fashion something that will work overnight. Worst case is a wet towel. I can rinse in the shower in the morning. I think that's probably a pretty fantastic tip because that's a small portable emergency kit that you can stash pretty much anywhere and have just in case you need it. It's a pair of plastic pants or pull pants and a set of diaper pins and you're good to go in an emergency situation. If you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on Reddit, www.reddit.com slash r slash adult bedwetting. Click the moderators, and I'm adult enuretic. You can find the show on SpeakPipe and leave a message, www.speakpipe.com slash adult bedwetting. 
you can send me an email at adultenuretic at gmail.com. This is Adult Enuretic saying have a good night and a dry morning.